All right. Uh, well, uh, everyone that's listening right now, well, welcome to Electricast, uh, a podcast hosted by me, Salim, and Efrain. Hello. Am I saying it right, Efrain? Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> so people always mess up with it. The, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to those listening, uh, you're listening to us the first time, and I'm listening to Efrain, and he's listening to me the first time. So we're all. <laughs> listening to each other Fairly the first new. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Electricast is a podcast um, essentially about electric cars and anything, um, you know, green energy related uh, enthusiasts as we are. Uh, you know, we like to give some news and et cetera uh, about what's happening um, right now in the modern world. So today we'd like to just give introductions as to who we are um, and why uh, you guys should listen to us. Um, you know, we think we do it on a weekly basis, perhaps bi-weekly, we don't know yet, but possibly uh, uh, weekly really because there's so much news going on. Um, but of course, this is <laughs> this is the beginnings of the podcast and things might change uh, for sure. But, uh, you know, our friend, uh, I'd like you to give you the honors of, uh, of Telling people who you are and uh, and uh, about you and why you're you like Tesla and if you're you know invested in Tesla etc. Yeah, well, I could have beat your introduction, but my, like you said, <laughs> my name is Efrain. I am a web developer. I'm a designer and also a mobile developer recently. So I guess just developer. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I love Tesla. I mean, since what 2013 or so when I first saw the Model S. I was like, holy crap, that's an awesome car. I mean, I just saw the outside, but then started looking into it a little bit more, started looking into technology and Elon Musk, and I just fell in love overall with Tesla. And ever since, it's been just pure love, per se, (laughs) since then. (laughs) And and if I'm not mistaken, you also, you know, design websites, etc.? Yes, yes. That's pretty cool. Designer and developer, and start a few companies here and there as well mm-hmm. it's really good to have some businesses going on just oh, to yeah. learn with experience for sure um me myself kind of in the same boat uh you know designer all in all um on a company right now three design um really love tesla from the day one i saw the model s just like you uh, around 2013 late 2013 i mm-hmm. you know saw some teslas and uh, really fell in love with it um you know, it's really uh, a culture is really like the beginnings of Apple, uh, because if you think about it, like Apple doesn't do advertising that much in the beginning, especially. It's really all right. about the passion that people have spread. Um, same with Tesla here. Uh, they don't invest in in too much of advertising. It's really just create the best product you can, uh, ship it out and make it different. And, uh, you know, uh, people will love it and spread it themselves. Um, and that's what I see with Tesla. And that's why I really love it. Um, I don't know if yeah, of course you've driven in a Tesla, right, a friend? Yes, a few times. They're, they probably are sick of me going in there and asking for a test drive. But <laughs> <laughs> and, and if I'm not mistaken, you have pre-ordered one, so that's that's not a problem for them. <laughs> the Model Three, correct? Exactly. Yeah, really, really excited for that Model Three to come out. I haven't pre-ordered it, but uh, you know, it's it's a really long wait time, right? Oh man, I'm just counting down for it. I was. Uh, I like to think that I'm in the first 100 and. 40,000 people that order it, but it's still kind of unsure what position I'm at. But I'm just counting the days, hoping till sometime next year um, I'll be able to have this awesome car. Yeah, I mean, uh, just just a little about about um, where we are right now. Me myself, I'm in Montreal. Um, it's kind of like a green energy city here uh, because we are really 90% or plus powered by hydropower. Um, oh, wow. One of 
Yeah, one of uh, Tesla's flagship stores um, in North America. I, I think it was one of the biggest stores is in Montreal. So really, they're, they're, the culture here in Tesla is, is really big. Um, and you yourself, if I'm not mistaken, are from Texas? <laughs> yes, the complete opposite from Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not electric at all. But I have seen a lot of or Tesla vehicles around like the amount of Model S's and even Model X nowadays is incredible like you'd never expect to see that many electric cars in Texas it's pretty cool yeah I mean they're popping up everywhere really even here I don't see too many Model X's but uh, Model S I possibly every time I go out I see one at least Um, there's one like literally around the corner a Model X P90D um this guy i'm pretty sure he's some sort of investor in tesla because he has the model s signature and he also has the model x signature oh wow yes it's pretty cool (laughs) you should get to know him (laughs) i'm trying to but every time i like walk around his house like go for a run or anything he's never there so it's kind of (laughs) hard that's cool i mean that's pretty cool i don't have any neighbors that have teslas but that would be awesome uh about the um the tesla power pack is is do you know do you know anything about like because uh, i i just know that it powers your house but is it any good i haven't read any reviews um you know is it uh, is it really worth the money etc i guess it's kind of hard to get more details on it since it's not that consumer friendly yeah. i would say i've seen it and like i probably just as much information as you have but nothing really more than that yeah, it's kind of like a beginner's adopters thing right uh, but um anyhow uh let's let's get started uh firstly um i'd like to talk about the tesla model snx with 100 kilowatt per hour battery pack uh and about 380 miles of range um that was recently approved by european authorities so um you know essentially um they've been approved in the records of uh, of electric cars etc so mm-hmm. you know it, it showed up in the statements there um 100d um and it categorizes model s as that um and really the government i guess uh proved that there in europe um and that's pretty interesting because that would be p100d yeah i saw that it's pretty cool i mean i wonder i'm still kind of i wonder how long it would take them i guess to roll this new battery pack out with the vehicles yeah, 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 for sure. And and with the new plant they're making, with this like huge, um, massive plant, it's fourteen percent done right now, mm-hmm. uh, built, and it's still the biggest building in the world. Um, it's it's ridiculous, um, in square foot size wise, mm-hmm. area wise. Um, so that's where they're going to be making the batteries, um, you know, for the rest of, of Tesla or, or expand, etc. But uh, for P one hundred D, for those who don't know or don't really know a lot about batteries. Um, 100 kilowatt per hour is a lot because right now p85d is the largest or p yeah p95d right p90 p90 what am i saying uh (laughs) p90d p90d is the largest battery pack right now by tesla and um essentially uh there's ludicrous mode etc but uh kilowatt per hour is really just um capacity of battery or the power of the battery itself um and so obviously increasing that would mean more performance um better Better acceleration range range, etc um i think you'd have to sacrifice a range for performance in some cases but um uh, of course with more battery comes more range and more power um so with you can imagine already with the p90d um well ludicrous mode in in any tesla right now Mm -hmm. is insane 
Um, I can't even imagine what a 100 kilowatt per hour battery pack with a ludicrous mode would be uh, like a rocket. That, yeah, I wonder how that performance would be. I mean, just driving, having driven the, the P90D with the ludicrous mode, it's honestly, your heart is just pounding as soon as you floor it. So I wonder <laughs> how the P100D would be with some sort of ludicrous or something new maybe. Yeah, yeah, for mode. sure. Yeah, so P85D and P90D, it's, it's it's not even that big of a difference in terms when you see like the power wise, but mm -hmm. when you actually sit in the sit in each one and you'll see, you'll see the difference that they're really insane. Um, the, the thing I really like about Tesla is that when you the Tesla cars is is that you sit in there and it's completely quiet. Like, yes. there's literally no noise. It's like a little hum. It's like you can't really tell it. It's it's running or anything. It's awesome. You can hold a really good conversation and not. Be bothered by any engine noise or even the outside it's super quiet inside very isolated yeah yeah mm -hmm. and, and the hum that goes on when you accelerate really quickly uh kind of futuristic i like that <laughs> oh yeah it feels like you're inside a rocket literally mm -hmm. it literally does <laughs> well i mean the ceo does own a rocket company so there's that <laughs> i guess he's just trying to imitate everything just to go along <laughs> and uh essentially what, what i see now is a is a trend of every car manufacturer going towards electric now. I mean, me, if I was CEO of, let's say, GM or really any uh, big car corporation that's uh, running uh, the revenues on gas, gasoline-powered cars, mm -hmm. um, I'd be very worried right now. Just, I mean, in Tesla itself, it's really kind of blown our, all the other manufacturers out of the water just with what they've done. I mean, not just because they're electric, but avoiding or just kind of eliminating all the interaction that has to go through when purchasing a new car, I think mm -hmm. as a consumer, it just makes it feel, the experience makes it feel better. I mean, you don't have to go to the dealer and spend like three or four hours there trying to figure out the paperwork. You just pretty much order it online and a few weeks for the Model S, you'll have it at your front door. It's insane. It's like mm -hmm. uh, you order you order something on Amazon. It's just like that, um, with a slightly you know, delayed shipping yeah. time. But <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a given. But uh, you know, you know, really, really, everything points towards me as an Apple ideology. Um, they really kind of adopted this ideology of r removing the middleman mm -hmm. um, and making everything seamless and easy to to you know obtain, etc. And Tesla really does that um, right now. Uh, for example. They have a really, really uh, small um, fleet of cars. Like, do they just have the Model S, Model mm -hmm. X, and Model Three coming soon? Well, they um, also have the Roadster, but it's in small amounts. Oh yeah, yeah. So, well, the beginning of, of Tesla was the Roadster, um, very high, expensive car with, uh, you know, uh, very, low very production. expensive with exactly low production. Yeah, low volume. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, everything points towards Tesla uh, to be more so like Apple. Um, are we are always uh, wondering if Elon Musk is inspired by Steve Jobs himself or not? Uh, I think he was asked that once, but uh, I don't think he was. There He's was a, a clear a, answer to it. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Um, he doesn't really talk about. He talks about, um, of course, Nikola Tesla a lot, mm -hmm. and, and and scientists and innovators more so than. Uh, leaders like Steve Jobs, etc. But um, in any case, like we're saying that uh, other car manufacturers are going for it. I don't know if you've seen uh, Karma yes. is coming out. Yeah, I, do you? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's just weird. Uh, they, they, they're coming out with a hundred and fifteen thousand dollar car, electric car at that with fifty. Yeah, Rivero. It's called the Rivero. Um, 
with a 50 miles uh, all electric range. What do you think? What do you think about that? I think they're trying to bring something back from the dead. And well, they're actually doing that with the previous car. It was the Fisker, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're pretty much rebranding it as a Rivera with what 20 more miles in all electric range with pretty much the same design. I mean, don't get me wrong, it looks pretty cool, but I'm not exactly sure how it'll function. It's the same exact thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd see it as a slightly overcharged Prius that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. But I don't see what, like, I read about it. I saw the video that Wired posted online. I mean, the interior looks pretty cool. But I just don't understand how they're trying to say that they're in Tesla's court when they're really not. It's a hybrid, not an all-electric vehicle. Yeah, it's it's completely different. Um, you know what I don't like about car manufacturers now is when they combine electric and gasoline. It's like completely, um, completely opposites of the east and west, right? It's like, well, why are you? It is, it doesn't really work well because of the fact that the engine takes up much space, so less battery, and then in the end they say like. Oh, you only have fifty miles per, miles range, or uh, and then after right afterwards, the engine kicks in. Or right. for example, the BMW i8. I'm not sure what the range was, but I'm sure it's very little. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, it's it's somewhere of, like nothing compared to what Tesla would offer. Yeah, it's it's, it's hmm. so I think it was thirty seven kilometers, twenty three miles. Uh, let me just check one second. But uh, anyways, that's what I don't like, uh, especially BMW i8. They say that, you know, they represent it as an electric car, right? But it's really not. Yes, I just confirmed that here's 37 kilometers, 23 miles, um, EPA rating of 15 miles electric range. Yes. So it's it's, it's really, mm, I don't know, man, because they, they represent it as an electric car. It looks like a futuristic electric car, mm-hmm. too. But uh, really, if you're going to put an engine, put an engine and no electric. Or if you're going to put electric, then go all electric, right? I don't know. I guess it's kind of hard to to play with this because, for an example of the, I would say the Holy Trinity, the uh, uh, hypercars, the uh, uh, P nine eighteen or the Porsche nine eighteen, the LaFerrari and the mm-hmm. the P one, uh, those cars do it really well because they have assist from the battery. Uh, they don't like depend on that fully, but you know. Not what all the other manufacturers are trying to do. Yeah, for sure. For I don't sure. know if it's kind of like in the same kind of talk, but it's that's what I think about when pe- other manufacturers are trying to do with like a hybrid per se. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because of being in the beginning stages of, of transitioning to electric cars, like car manufacturers can't, you know, completely shift everything to electric. So they're mm-hmm. going to go step by step, um, you know, by putting hybrids first out there, uh, s- testing the technology, improving on it, and then later on going full electric. I don't think they have the big ambitions as Tesla does uh, by just going full electric and then risking their business like that. Um, True. So, I mean, I don't blame them, but... Um, you know, it's it, it it works out with Tesla. Um, they have patents that they you know they gave all the patents out to the public. So I don't see why why not they can't make and they're big corporations. They they've got money. You know, I don't see why they can't just make all electrics and all all gasoline at the same time. Um, but uh, I mean, if it's working out for them, uh, I can't tell. I, I don't see their earnings yet. But um, if it's working out, fantastic. I guess they didn't see the demand for all electric cars until recently with the Model Three launch. That's my only thinking and logic, I guess. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. 
what what are we at now? Four hundred, five hundred thousand pre-orders for the Model Three. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy amount, and I think big car manufacturers are finally understanding that this is a want. It's not like a oh, only a small percentage of the people. It's a small niche. It's going to accommodate a lot of people are liking these cars. A lot of people want these cars. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Mercedes is also coming out with uh, all electric. Uh, like, that's what we're talking about, like, only gasoline and only electric. Mercedes is going to do that with an up- upcoming all-electric sub-brand, uh, mm-hmm. which will be called EQ. Um, don't know, electric, whatever. What does the EQ stand for? But <laughs> Electric something with a Q. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I mean, Mercedes is going to do that, which is, I think, uh, you know, make it, that's what I think car manufacturers should do is to, you know, create a, a kind of a sub-company inside their own company. Um, well, not right. a sub-company, sub-category, I guess, um, of having simply electric cars, uh, see how that demand goes, um, and et cetera, and, and see what we, they can do forward on. And also, you know, Subaru Definitely. is actually going to launch one. Yeah, I did not hear about Subaru until you like until the notes you sent. I was like, "Wait, what?" That's really interesting, yeah. though. And Subaru is <laughs> a pretty great car manufacturer. You barely hear any bad things about it. Yeah. I, I know, right? It's super. Uh, when I think about Subaru, I don't know about you, but I think about um, I don't know sports like uh, rally cars. Exactly, yes. rally cars or, or car enthusiasts modding them mm-hmm. or something. Um, so it'd be pretty cool, but but crossover by 2021 it's kind of um five years down the road or like far ahead I don't know. yeah far yeah. ahead i don't know um you know yeah yeah cars are becoming computers now and so 50 years of evolution equals two years of evolution now so even if you say mm-hmm. five years it sounds like very little in terms of cars but watch in five years um listen back to this episode when we're talking about tesla and you'll see that i don't know what they'll do in the future but i'm sure that it'll be uh you know all self-driving um it'll get Autonomous, you from point a. Like exactly anything, even probably planes because elon's been on that kind of <laughs> kind of <laughs> section for a while Oh yeah, the uh, the rockets, um, vertical landing rockets mm-hmm. with electric. Uh, I don't know how we do that, electromagnets or something. I don't that would know. be cool. That would be just cool. your car. You, it's electric, autonomous. It flies for you. I mean, I could see Tesla coming out with all that. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, in terms of uh, enthusiasts that are that are really enthusiasts about electric electric cars and you know electric motors, etc., this enthusiast actually built an all-electric speedboat using Tesla battery mod- modules. You heard about that, right? Yes, I saw the video about it. I thought it was really cool, and it's it sounds very similar. Well, I wouldn't say similar, but it sounds kind of like what you hear in in a tesla i mean it's a bit louder of course but Mm -hmm. it's still really impressive how he took tesla's technology basically and applied that to a speedboat it's 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 insane like just some specs to run down here Mm -hmm. for for the listeners it's 32 kilowatt battery pack um so it's a total of 10 tesla modules and approximately 25 miles um so uh, you know, it's it's 12-hour charge time, um, and, you know, it's a, it runs at top speed of 53 miles per hour, uh, which for a boat, it's, I mean, it's fine, um, but uh, it's, it's pretty insane that, uh, you know, you can just take apart a, a Tesla batteries and just run it on your own boat. It's ridiculously cool. You can't do that with a normal gasoline car or something. It's, it's too many moving parts. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I wonder how he got a hold of those batteries though. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, hey, Elon, can I borrow a few of your batteries? Just a side project, you know. <laughs> just a design. It's a school project, man. Just <laughs> science, fair. science fair. Science fair. It's a science fair. He works at Tesla, and he just like stole a couple of battery packs. <laughs> That's true. Elon won't be mad. It's fine. <laughs> now, now, in terms of um, self-driving, man, it's it's picking up quick. I'm. Yeah. I'm actually happy about this because i don't know where over where you live but here in texas we have let's say not so great drivers i mean every day i feel like i'm gonna die when i hit the road because there's such t- i mean I'm, I'm probably a terrible driver as well but i'm actually really happy about this i can't wait till we actually have fully autonomous vehicles yeah i mean at first of course it's going to be something that people have to get used to it's real new technology but um, especially governments um, and, and, you know, organizations that really are going to put this. I don't know about I don't know if you know this, but uh, here in, in uh, Montreal, mm-hmm. it's the, the laws here are so stupid. You know, Uber is illegal here. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've taken an Uber today, but uh, they're, <laughs> they're around. They're around. You can order an Uber anytime. It, they're always available. But uh, in the law, it's actually illegal. Um I don't know this the stupid laws here because we're like a like it's like a it's like a state basically it's called a province right mm-hmm. um, and so we have province laws um, and they're not uh, they're not for Ubers because it'll hurt the taxi industry or something mm-hmm. so it's it's really stupid that because yeah they they don't like to adapt to a modern technology especially here in Quebec I'm living in Quebec right so mm-hmm. they really they're always behind. And everything. <laughs> I mean, it sounds a lot like like yeah. with Mexico too, because they were. It's the same thing. They hated Ubers over there, but I guess they're getting used to it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had uh, you know we've had bills and like protests and mm-hmm. like signatures, etc., to send off to the federal government or or provincial government. Um, you know, things are things are looking good, but still, it's it's still illegal here. Um, and to point towards, um, you know, self-driving, I don't know, that story would be, would be here. Self-driving would probably be illegal for like five years after everyone else is legal. Um, I don't know about that. Honestly, it would be a benefit to everyone having autonomous vehicles on the road, because they're much safer than any human driving them, to be honest. Yeah. So I think it would, it would be accepted really quickly everywhere and i really do hope so because it would save everyone because a lot of act there would be less accidents there would be more time specifically for people to do other things for example right now i'm commuting to downtown which is about 40 minute drive 40 50 minute drive to get to my destination so imagine how much work i could get done in just those 40 to 50 minutes mm-hmm. you know reading or doing something else yeah, I, I mean know. work itself it's just being like doing a bunch of projects and freelancing and stuff it's like you need more time all everywhere like yeah any free time you can get it's just take it because we need as much time as as possible so just driving commute itself it's gonna give us even more time to do more things you know, uh, as a side note, I was actually—I've always thought this. I don't know if you go outside and just observe people that are driving, you'll see that there's always, uh, like, 60, 70, 80 percent of the time, there's always just one passenger in a four, four 
passenger vehicle. There's just one person, and it's, I feel like it's such a waste mm-hmm. of energy. Um, I, I don't know the solution to that. Um, I don't know motorcycles, but those are it's too dangerous right now. Uh, people can't drive that <laughs> at yeah. all. But uh, I don't know. That's something that needs to be changed. I don't know if Tesla's going to do it, Apple's going to do it. I don't think about Apple. They're going to make a car, right? Like Elon said, I think Apple is a bit too late to this. To have at least some skin in the game, I think they're a bit yeah. too late for it. Uh, because if they introduce, like, I, I don't remember where he was saying this. I think at an interview by Recode, I might be completely wrong, but he was saying that if Apple was to introduce, and maybe even Google, to introduce a car or a vehicle that competes kind of directly with Tesla. It would take them up to maybe 2020 to actually release it. So by then, Tesla would dominate pretty much everything. I mean, they already are, but it would be less likely for another company to come in and kind of take over some of Tesla's kind of thing yeah. going on. For sure, yeah. I think they're. I, I really think they're late, especially since the deadlines have been being pushed from the rumors mm-hmm. uh, to like what 2018 or something. Uh, it's oh, it's too late, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, and Tesla's already having feedback from all of its autonomous vehicles, mm-hmm. um, with with all those miles that people are driving on on autopilot. Um, I don't see Apple coming in and and perfecting that right away. I mean, the thing that comes to my mind is Google Maps. I mean, Apple Maps. <laughs> no man, don't <laughs> remember even. that. Yeah, so it's it's a consumer type thing that you need to improve your product on, and Tesla's been doing that. So um, Apple's been hanging on Google Maps for that long time Mm -hmm. because it was consumer built. And as soon as they release Apple Maps, and it's not consumer built, and I think they can do it perfecting themselves. Obviously, this is a completely different scenario here, different products, but it's kind of the same uh, idea here. They're too late. I mean, who knows? I don't know their car. Maybe it's completely revolutionary. I doubt it um, at this point. I mean, yeah, I, as, as I'm a big Apple fan for those that are listening. I, I love Apple, everything Apple. But I think it's really hard for a fanboy like me to give Apple kind of all, put all my eggs in Apple's basket when Tesla is doing all this already. Yeah. I mean, I would have guessed to the maximum that Apple would be doing something like this, which is which is what Tesla is doing. You know, all electric, um, you know, autopilot, and all these advanced yes. features. Uh, but Tesla's already doing it, and um, I mean, they're perfecting it day by day. They have the most brightest engineers right now. They're mm-hmm. poaching Apple engineers. Um, <laughs> two oh, man, companies I think are poaching back and forth. Doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that picture that uh, was posted on Nine to Five Mac. I think or Electric. I think it was Electric actually. Where there was just a line of Teslas parked on uh, Apple's campus. I saw that. It was hilarious. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. I wonder what car uh, Tim Cook, CEO of Apple, drives. Or Johnny Ive, actually. Johnny drives, drives a, a, a Bentley. A Jag? No, no, no. He, he drives a Bentley. Oh, okay. And, I mean, that's... and Tim, I think, drives a Porsche. Oh, okay. That's Yeah, last time I checked, it was those vehicles. Okay. But I, I wouldn't right. be surprised if they have a Model S or a Model X hidden somewhere. Somewhere <laughs> yeah. in like an underground racetrack. They're dissecting Apple. it. 
They like to have a science experiment going on and like all the engineers kind of dissecting it all. Looking <laughs> at it and seeing what's next. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of, uh, we were talking about autopilot and, mm-hmm. and self-driving, autopilot 2.0, um, you know, it's kind of been rumors right now. Uh, next, it's a next generation autopilot. Um, of course, just new radars, more cameras, um, and it's already in production, I see. Um, obviously, yeah. it, will, it will help with self-driving. You know, there's a difference between self-driving and um, autopilot. Or, or, yeah, so autopilot and self-driving, they're not the same. So autopilot, you really have to look at the road and see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the car, right? And so self-driving, it is completely the car. So when you see that uh, Elon Musk says that autopilot is in beta, or is it is it still in beta? Or Yes, it's still in beta. They're actually so, supposed to release a new update um to the tesla dashboard itself uh, i don't mm-hmm. think we we had this in the notes but uh tesla dashboard is going to be a completely new ui and it's going to come with a lot of enhancements for autopilot so it is still definitely in beta i don't know about you or it hasn't been updated but the ui of the uh, tesla it's really outdated like on the on the dashboard right uh it's Compared to how it was before, it's it's slightly better, but I do agree that some of the gradients they have, for example, like in the maps, it looks weird. <laughs> I mean, can't complain about that. It's uh, it's still an amazing car, but Tesla 2.0. I mean, it's gonna bring some huge data to the to Tesla to increase its uh, self-driving technology that's going to be coming in a few years or even very soon. Um, but I want to talk about Faraday Future. You know about this company, right? Yes, I was actually checking out their well i was whenever they were going to unveil their car at uh what was it cs CES? i was watching that and it was pretty cool pretty cool unveiling but (laughs) Uh, yeah i'm gonna be honest with you man like i I was expecting way more than a sports car like that Mm -hmm. i mean it kind of reminds you of how tesla started to be honest really you would say that i mean yeah they're really back to their steps yeah yeah for sure. They're really backed by in terms of like investors and stuff. They have a lot of money in the bank right now. Um, they're essentially creating a, a sports car, a racing car, uh, but an electric one, not something that consumers would drive on the road, which I was expecting, actually. At mm-hmm. first, that was what I was expecting, you know, um, a new a new competition to Tesla. Uh, it was really, really hyped up. It was actually like, I think, 2 a.m., 1 a.m. here uh, in Montreal. I was just watching it, and I was like... Uh, this is a disappointment, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people liked it. A lot of people didn't. Um, the design is very, very futuristic. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I liked what they had on set, but it, it was confusing. I, I, at least for me, it was confusing. Like, okay, so they're going to use the same chassis for like every freaking vehicle they make from here on out? Or I think it was cool, but it's also confusing as what their plan for the future is. Yeah, like I would exactly say it's more. Do. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really really blurry as what what they're trying to do. But uh, I think uh, they would be more so directed towards uh, not business oriented, but uh, people that are in the business of let's say racing or, or or sports cars. It's a niche market that they're they're trying to uh, attack. I hope uh, because I'm not going to be driving this on the road uh, anytime soon. I don't even think it's it's um, legally allowed. <laughs> It's, it looks pretty, pretty uh, futuristic at, at that. But uh, there's a Chinese background. I don't know how, if I'm saying it. Price Le Echo. The, um, but which one? 
so the article it says Faraday features Chinese backer Le Echo. Uh, they're going to build a two billion dollar factory uh, for Faraday Future to build mm. and produce four hundred thousand EVs per year. That's quite ambitious. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know what to think of that. Like, I, I don't have any response to that because it's just like. What? Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I mean, for those who's who are listening, uh, Tesla plans to make five hundred thousand a year in its current factory, mm-hmm. and five hundred thousand a year. Um, you know, it tax every market, like from a soccer mom to with a Model X to a you know a, um, a teenager that just sold his software company. I mean, it's 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 everyone that can buy. <laughs> a model, I mean, <laughs> one of the models they have. Yeah, I mean, it, Tesla can can adapt to everyone whereas Faraday Future it's not going to produce four well that's what I think I don't think they're going to produce 400,000 uh, EVs to consumers unless they you know change the market and, and pr- show other products that they can make for for yeah. uh, for consumers in general especially as soon as 2018 I see that very yeah close Weird. maybe just trying to create a company that is a, has the possibility of create that many but uh, I don't know man they they hired Ferrari engineers um, and some mm-hmm. other engineers. Yeah, there's this one really, um, I think it was a designer. Uh, don't quote me on this, but I think it was a designer. But just search on, if, you, if you're curious, Faraday features uh, Ferrari, uh, and you'll see like some engineer who got posts, and he's on he's on board as one of their executives there. Uh, but uh, anyways, that that's that's something that's really invested in in terms of money. Um, they're They're trying to make a big impact. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't see it happening uh but only time will tell uh but in terms of autonomous and and self-driving i was thinking about this like a year ago actually uh before uh tesla's model uh tesla's master plan number two about Mm -hmm. making autonomous uh quote taxis right autonomous taxis oh yeah the fleet i say the tesla fleet yeah shared fleet that's that's pretty interesting actually yeah, I was reading the master plan. I don't know if uh, our listeners have read through it, but uh, Elon basically talks about the future of Tesla, which includes a pickup truck, includes a uh, bus, and a 18-wheeler, which I think was really cool. Um, and it also talks about how when you're not using your vehicle, it can make money for you by becoming part of this Tesla fleet, which is in a way kind of like Uber, but Tesla everything tesla like autonomous uber autonomous uber exactly so let's say you're at you're at work at your nine to five uh you come into your to your work at uh, whatever nine or ten whatever and then you select a button in your tesla app and uh instead of staying in your parking lot and doing collecting dust really um the tesla goes out uh collecting that cash (laughs) collecting that cash exactly So it's going to go around picking passengers that also would like, um, you know, a ride from Tesla to go from point A to point B, um, and it'll be autonomous, so you don't have to interact with anyone. A Tesla literally self-driving will pick you up. You sit in the passenger or in the back, um, and it'll drive you from point A to point B, um, and it'll just basically roam around the streets um, on electric power and just wait for passengers, and when you're done your work or whatever, I hope that you can schedule it, but uh, it'll be back at where you started or your parking lot, um, and you know, pull out the app and you'll see that you made money on top of making money for that day. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a really cool kind of plan for it. I'm not sure how it would be like, how it would work with like theft and stuff. Because I know there's people going to try to steal your car for sure. 
I wonder how Tesla's going to kind of uh, go with that or figure that part out. I think it's much more, um, it's better in terms of electric because it's, it's, think about it as just like an iPhone. Like, <laughs> I know it's weird. Oh, but yeah, just, yeah, you're right. I mean, if, if there's no keys in the car, what, are, what, what can you possibly do? Honestly, what can you do? It's driving itself. It's locked. Um, you can't really do it. You can't tingle with wires to <laughs> like true. turn it on. Or, right? Um, it's like a computer. So uh, it's interesting to see what they can do. I don't know if Geohot's going to request one and hack the hell out of it. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I, I could see that happening from that guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean it, if that happens, I mean, not the hacking, but if, if the autonomous taxis shared fleet type thing happens, that would be really interesting because I'd consider really uh, purchasing a few. Honestly, because yes, if, yes, yes, if, yes. If, if if it makes me money, it'll possibly cut uh, the lease in half or the rent in half, um, or essentially what in Elon's words, actually not quote by quote, but uh, he said that uh, in ways that can actually remove the entire lease price uh, altogether, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Yeah, I I would actually do the same. I would figure out how to get all that money and pick up a few. And then just kind of have it pay for themselves, basically. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a free free car. I mean, if you have like a, you know a family or whatever, you buy a few for whoever makes uh, daily commutes, um, and you know makes makes money. I mean, uh, you have to see how the demand is, mm-hmm. consumer wise, etc. Uh, but yeah, have you seen uh, GM and Lyft? GM and Lyft uh, they aim to make autonomous taxis in early 2019. Hmm. Now, I have not seen that in actual news, but that sounds interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, that, I think that'd be huge. Um, already Uber's re- destroying the industry, and then mm-hmm. afterwards you have no middle person like a guy you have to pay. Um, it's only like one thing you have to pay, and that's the maintenance or the, the, the cost of the energy of the car itself. Right. And, that would be interesting, actually, to see what, what they're able to pull together. And this would be an actual direct competitor with whatever Tesla does as their second plan with the Tesla taxi. Yeah, yeah, Tesla Tesla taxi. You know, there's actually a um, a Tesla taxi in Quebec right now. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a taxi that goes around. Uh, it's a Tesla, and it literally has a, a you know like the actual Tesla. I mean, the taxi uh, bar at the top where it's like a number. That's cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's this guy I've just seen a lot around. of those, like in Sweden as well. I think, uh, like somewhere in Europe, there's just a bunch of Teslas as taxis because they're so cheap to like obtain. I guess up there with all the tax credit returns and all that, and government yeah. kind of grants per se. I think they have uh, clean energy there, right? Um, I'm not mistaken. I don't know, I but uh, so. yeah, I think they have hydro or or something, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, Probably. I mean that's kind of, yeah, I mean that's kind of like the the main important news for the week in terms of Tesla and EVs. Um, so this was really our our first podcast here. We're running at about forty minutes right now, um, and uh, kind of like a test podcast. Um, please, listeners, if you can, tweet us. Uh, Efrain, what's your Twitter handle there? E A underscore R O A. Pretty simple for you guys. Yeah, so it'll be in the show notes. My name is uh, on Tesla Salim Usama S A L E E M U S A M A. Also be in the show notes. So you know, either one of us just 
tweet us, send us some feedback, uh, what you'd like to hear, what you'd like us to change. Um, you know, how if you don't we like did, how terrible we did, it's fine. You can <laughs> toss anything at us. We'll take it. Oh, and also if any of you say anything about my mic, um, I'm actually going to purchase another mic soon. Um, it's just for test purposes right now. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, any feedback is, is really, really helpful. Um, we, we are just doing this podcast not to, you know, uh, make money or anything like it. it's really just being passionate about something and, and, you know, taking some hours, uh, some hour, uh, out of our week, uh, to really talk about, uh, you know, the passionate company that we really like. Yeah. So I guess that's a wrap for our first episode. Thanks everyone for listening and we're looking forward to your feedback and stay tuned for the next podcast.